my sisters, you know we are coffee stands here at OKSIS, and of course, a major proponent of propelling women forward. So what if we told you that your morning coffee could support girls going to school? With Goran Goza Coffee's Girls Run the World blend, you can do just that. Girls Run the World Blend, I'm so down. Each bag equals a day of education for a young woman in Mozambique. And as you ladies know, my husband has been getting super into coffee over here at my house during quarantine. So he made a nice, rich, incredible pour over with the Girls Run the Coffee World Blend. And we can say quality is A++. So obviously we got you sisters a deal so you can start your morning right with quality coffee while also making an impact in women's education. Use code OKSIS, that's O-K-A-Y-S-I-S, for 20% off your first order at gorongozacoffee.com. That's G-O-R-O-N-G-O-S-A coffee.com for premium coffee with real impact. And as always, that link is in the show notes. Happy coffee drinking, sisters, and let's just all agree that girls run the world. Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy. As we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters? Sisters. Sisters, sisters. Sisters, sisters. We should do a whole segment where you just like sing on the podcast. No. Well, you keep gracing us going, with your voice. I'm going to... Uh, Cross that off. X. Guys, in case you didn't know, Mads has like the best voice ever. Oh my God. I tell everyone, everyone that will listen to me that she sings like an angel. Yeah, but then when I sit, when I'm going to sing one day. Do I hype you up too much? Like ex- 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 uh, exponentially. Oh, sorry. I fucking love that word. Exponentially? Exponentially. Okay, it's not one of my faves. It is 100% one of my faves. It just encapsulates what I'm trying to say every single time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it brings me back to math, which I you know I love. Ugh, I hate math. I didn't even go past algebra. You know, we've talked about this. I literally, it was like high school algebra too. I don't even think it was college algebra. Yeah. I mean, I got an A because it was super fucking easy. No, I still haven't uh, started my multivariable calculus t- uh, classes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I let's see if that happens. Yeah, let's see if that happens. Um, I'll um, tell you something that's not going to happen. I would like to say it on record. What? I, Maddie Mayo, will not be going to Coachella this year. Finally. Oh, my God. So Mads and I went to Coachella together last year with our stepsister and I had the worst experience so, of my life. So if you guys don't know, Scout is bipolar. Oh, wow. Look at you bringing it up this time. <laughs> Take, Take a, a shot. shot. Um, so Coachella environment and a bipolar person just does not really mix in the heat, in the dirt, in the, in crowds. the, the crowds. It was just the most terrible mix. I had like two you. anxiety attacks. Yeah, I it was. I, I left I, on day three. I I consoled you with Beyonce. I was like, you, you like, have to stay you have for to Beyonce. Stay. I know, you will I regret it. You will be so pissed. So she stayed for Beyonce, and then she got the fuck out of it. I will never go back to Coachella. Yeah. So I've been six times. Oh, my God. I, I've, multiple years I've been both weekends. I've snuck in several times. I've been three times total. And. Oh, my God. The last, the first time I went, I was. 15 years old that was 12 you, years you ago you went when it was still wristbands and when you can get day passes. you can get day passes sorry wristbands it was still ticker paper tickets yeah and we had yeah. just a day pass that's wild could you just who could have predicted what it has become oh my god it was so fun when i went the first time so much fun yeah it was red hot chili peppers oh my god the lineup was I remember so good your that MySpace year. profile picture you were wearing like a bandana as a bra or something. No, I wasn't. I was wearing a 50s one-piece bathing suit. That's vintage. It. Green and white. It was so cute. Same thing. I looked great. And then you like still had your kind of like fried hair. Yeah, the hair wasn't working back then. Yeah, the then. hair was not in its prime. That's for sure. Yeah, well, okay. Um, For those, if this is your first episode. Oh, hi. gosh. We didn't say anything. We're way we past that. We didn't even introduce. You said your name. No one said, No one heard my name yet. Oh, sorry. Hi, I'm Scout. I said Scout has bipolar. Oh, my God. <laughs> you asshole. So now everyone knows you by your title. Oh, my God. What do people think of me is the question. Like, what do they think of me? Oh, goodness. 
the other day someone was like I got like kind of technical on somebody because somebody said this this woman is like either really mean or really nice to me she's really bipolar and I was like I was like actually bipolar doesn't mean that you're mean and you're nice it means that you're sad and you're happy if you're mean and you're nice, you have a personality disorder. It's not bipolar disorder. Damn. Because you I don't, schooled her. Well, yeah, because I don't like. No, it's a very, it's a, it's a stigmatizing, not stigmatizing word, but people use it incorrectly. It's not that I'm like abuse people and I'm mean to people and then I'm nice to people. You probably wouldn't even know I'm bipolar if you spent two weeks with me. Yeah. I just am very sad or I'm very happy. Hmm. Do you ever find yourself in the middle? Yes. Baby, why, why don't you just be in the middle? <laughs> That's where I'd like to be, man, at all times. I'm trying to get in that middle zone. Mara Morris, please come to Scout and help her oh, get to the middle. middle. I'm trying to find that middle ground, bitch. Oh, baby. That I song always gets that. in my head. It is just a miraculous song. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but oh, it's, okay. Oh, it's, 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 pr- it's like roses. Status. No, it's not. Oh my god. Under roses. no circumstances is it Rose's status. We sound like such basic bitches right now, but I will stand by that statement. Roses by Chainsmokers is probably top ten songs yes. of the world. Yeah, I yeah. love that song so much. It's just it brings you back to a specific moment in your life and you're just like, you're it just puts me back. in a good mood every what time. What are some what are some songs where when you listen to it, you're just like brought back to it like a such a crystallized moment in your in your past? I have so many. Um, I mean, like, yeah, by Usher brings me back to like okay. ten million well, different moments. Can you pick moments. any other song that you like? Okay, that song, yeah, headband, three times. headband brings me back to my bachelorette party. Headband <laughs> to do a threesome, <laughs> you gotta intervene. Her legs so, so sexy when I'm in between. between. Yes, that is. Yikes. That is um, inappropriate. Mine is Yeah Three Times by Chris Brown. Yeah, you say that. Why Why do you give me <laughs> shit when you literally say that all the time? I love that song. Um, I get transported back. No, Like a G6. Yes. I get transported yes. to just being drunk. I yeah, just like same. am drunk. Same. I'll be sober. I like have to change the song when I'm driving because I'm like, I'm, oh wait, I'm drunk. I'm drunk. That's how I am too with that song. It just hits it's, the spot. It's like a drunk song. It is a club banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like G6 for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some other good ones. I mean, all Almond Brothers just make me think of the all pool. All Almond Brothers and the Gypsy Kings and the Grateful Dead make me think of, of a pool. Of a pool. Like me underneath the pool. Or dad in the corner drinking his tequila and us just like in the pool you know yeah we were in the pool like so much of our childhood we spent eight hours straight in and the pool you and sometimes. i would never get in a pool today well because we have our hair. hair issues yeah that's not not oh, you know what fuck our hair fuck i'm so over Jewish it dude i'm so over it middle dude. eastern jew froze i'm so over it i can't be spontaneous i can't oh no i can't in, i can't just like so hop in the ocean if i want to no oh, no. No, no, no no literally i was okay so this is going to come out after but i'm going to austin for south by southwest and ben and i had gone to austin and they have this amazing uh, water springs you know it's like a it's like a, a watering hole whatever it's like a natural springs and it's so beautiful. You know, it's so hot and humid there. And people just jump in the water. It's so great. It's like a cu- very cute. And you had thing. to sit And out. I sat out because I was like, I straightened my hair. There's no way I'm going to. Re- I didn't bring a straightener. I can't redo it. No, like, I feel and that. And went in by yourself. And it was so sad. It looked like so much fun. Look, you and I are super low maintenance people. But when it comes to our hair, we're highly oh, high maintenance. The, I mean, People just don't understand. No, you can't understand unless you have hair like this. Yeah. Mine's worse than yours. Yours is way worse, yeah. I mean, we shouldn't say worse because curly hair isn't worse than straight hair. It's just a lot more difficult to deal with. No, but, okay, let's separate this out, though. It's not better or worse. It's the confidence level that we both have. Like, just we feel more confident and more beautiful when our hair is the way we want it to be. Yeah, but that's that's like a total societal construct that we fall victim to. Sure, but you know what? It's not going to change anytime soon. Sorry. Yeah. I just feel so much more comfortable. We're feeding into that system of oppression. Oh, hey. Yes, that's how far I will take it. Um, okay, let's do the word of the week. Oh, this week is an adjective. It's called the. It's called the word is sentient, and it means having or showing realization, perception, or knowledge aware. Okay, I'm gonna say something. What? I think this has already been word of the week. 
Oh my god, as I was reading it, I was like, I think Maz is going to tell me that this has already <laughs> been a word of the week. <laughs> we have to go back into my highlights, into the uh, archives. Okay, whoops. But well, I well, think we're bringing it back. Okay, great. Sentient. I, I am, I think I'm a very sentient person. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty aware. I'm pretty self-sentient. I think that's what it is. Okay, well, I'm just putting a little bit more of an emphasis on it. Like, if you say you are sen- sentient, then that means you're self-aware. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Do you think you're sentient? Duh. Duh. <laughs> uh, wow, it's such conviction. I like to think I have high emotional intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, I think you do. Thank you. Okay. Let's get into this episode. Oh, guys. This oh my was God. such an amazing night. So, I'm just like, I started smiling just remembering this I know. Night. So we went and interviewed Donnie, the Donnie founder Ray. of Privilege Clothing, and we walk into her hotel room. It's this gorgeous hotel room overlooking all of downtown Los Angeles, and there's just like... All these cool girls there, and they got a cheese board going, and they got olives going, and they got wine going. The wine was overflowing. It was so good. The olives were to Being die for. consumed. We were little happy keto princesses. Yeah, we didn't have any of the bread. I know. We're so good. We're so good. Yeah. Um, even though we probably drink too much wine to be on keto, but that's okay. Anyways, we went on her podcast. She came on our podcast. So basically, it was just like girl talk for three hours. Yeah, it was wild and it was so special. She is such an entrepreneur and super mom and super boss. Like she's, she just felt like I would love to work with her. Yeah. And like how you is know? she so put together? She has three children. God damn. She's like way more put together than I am on a daily basis. Oof. And she's beautiful. Oh my oh God. My she's God. beautiful. That's like a whole nother story. Oh, with yeah. that red lip action going on. Love it. Love a red lip. I yeah, can't pull I can't it, off, pull on it da- off. I mean, not on the daily, not on the daily. I don't think I could ever pull it off. I did it once or I've done you it have a few olive times. skin. So I feel like it's kind of weird. It doesn't work. Huh? Right. Yeah. It's very Yeah. Yeah, so I, I I work better with the nude color on my lip. Yeah, we're always nude. The neuter, the better. Yeah, the neuter, the better. Amen that's, that's to like that. Literally, our motto: the more natural, the neuter. The more natural, the neuter. <laughs> In terms of like makeup, whenever I go to Sephora and get my makeup done, I'm like, look, I want to look like I'm not wearing any makeup. Yeah, I, I want to look nude. I want to look like a blank face. I just want to look flawless. Yeah, just make it flawless, but then like that, I'm not wearing any makeup, you know? Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Anyways, this was such a special episode. Yeah. Um, you guys are going to really enjoy it. And we love you. Have fun. Donnie Ray Edmondson is the multitasking mom of three who started Privileged Clothing of a Love of Fashion. Since opening in 2007, the brand has developed into several brick-and-mortar stores, a thriving e-commerce business, a wholesale line, and her own podcast, Priv Talks. In addition, Donnie also founded Piper West Watches. You can usually find her juggling her baby and a nine phone, catnapping, or mopping up coffee spills. Without further ado, Donnie. I was also mopping up vomit like an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, amazing. That is the nicest thing anybody's ever said about me. I mean, oh my look God. at you. you. Okay, so like you're Super gorgeous. Mom. Like what's going on? How do you look so put together? I feel like I look schleppy. It's a red I lipstick. Know. I think it like, like oh, I was going I feel... to comment, what, what is this? Yeah, what's the off, red... I just put on the crush and this is my color okay real wait what brand it's glow minerals we actually sell it but it's like kind of our team like we always talk about crush it's like just like this orangey red it's like that's the best burnt orange is my go-to color she does that on her nails all the time yes in the summer it's burnt orange all the way speaking of which i actually got my i went early to the airport because there's like a spot at the airport to get my nails done because i never have time to do it i have no idea why um and I tried to pick up like a burnt orange color and I ended up with like housewife fuchsia pink. No, it's cute. But it's stellar. No? I've been battling with it a little bit. No, like, I like ha- it. It's okay. fun to do it's something cute. like it's exuberant every now and then. But it wasn't like it was kind of dark in there and I was like you picked up like, the exactly. color. And I, was, like, I always get such anxiety. I'm like, is this right? Is this right? That's I'm why I only go for Lincoln Park after dark by OPI. I, know. Dark I need to yeah. start I need to start like That's remembering one. the ones I choose. I know, because it's like I'm like, I don't want a bluish red, I want like an orangey red and yeah. it has to be like yeah. it can't be too candy apple, it's gotta be like the right yeah. shade. <laughs> no, I'm with you. That's why I only get this I only get the same one every time. I never deviate. Every now and then I'll be like, I'm gonna get white. And then I get white and I hate it and I'm to myself what? you know what I mean I know Who I don't are know you? I don't know it's embarrassing I don't know yeah, but let's yeah move past it okay okay it's consistency just do the same thing I do the same thing every time yeah. I need a manicure so bad my right now. S- my winters are nude and then my summers are burnt orange yeah that's how I am it's like truly life. when spring hits I'm like all right yep. time for like my orangey red there it which is it's funny I should know a color like I should know what 
the name of exactly that, color that is. I every time I go to the nail salon, I'm like, I fucking should know. Like, I know I'm my a, color, girl. I know, dude. What am I doing wrong? But okay. I've also kind of given up on getting my nails done. Like, I haven't been doing it a lot. I feel really? like it's something I don't have time for, and it's like if I can't maintain it, I shouldn't do it. But that's actually a good hack is to do it at the airport. I feel like people have been doing that because you, you get there an hour early, early anyways. anyways. Like, you're there, and you're there. You spend like double getting it done. But, but honestly, when do you really need your nails? Yeah. It's done generally when you're away. Yeah. And so I've been doing that. I've yeah. been traveling a ton lately, so I've literally done that twice this month. Good there you go. Good. I love yeah. that. I love, love that. So we just were on your podcast chatting. So we were just having a night together. And I feel like now we're practically besties. Oh, yeah. You're I part of the sisterhood. You. You're, you're, you're a sister. Third sister. You're a sister. <laughs> we're drinking rosé. We are drinking and eating olives because we can't eat the bread because we're on keto. <laughs> no, it's such a beautiful it's, spread it's over here. It's kind of a sad moment for us. I know. We're so, I'm, but I'm very proud of us. But you can have the cheese and the olives. We can have the cheese. We can have the cheese. We can have the cheese, which is... We've been downing the olives. Yes. That's for sure. That's for sure. That's yeah. for sure. I know like, we're almost coming on three weeks. I don't Good think I've lost guys. enough weight to be honest to justify this shit. To be honest, <laughs> I mean the gelato diet was diet was working well the, too. Yeah, why don't I, know. I get tune on that? in? Tune in to our episode on Priv Talks. Yeah, to hear Where all we, about we, my we gelato life. Say, we can't uh, drop it all at once. My unglamorous. Can't tell work. you what the gelato <laughs> diet is all about, but you're gonna have to listen to the podcast. And you're that. gonna want to <laughs> tune into that. Oh, I love it. Also, okay. it's like dark now, and the city lights are so pretty. Oh my god, this is a gorgeous. We're in downtown view. LA. It is just magnificent. We're on I'm what the thirty fourth floor. I always have PTSD when I come to downtown LA because I went to USC, so I just get like I'm in like college mode when I come down here. <laughs> oh, like mentally on this trip, I'm moving here. Yeah, I mean, no, it's beautiful. It it has erupted down here like oh yeah it is gorgeous the best restaurants just so up and coming everything is amazing we down don't here. go to downtown enough no i i used to a lot and now yeah we're well, just so you live far. in west hollywood now yeah but it's like LA traffic is so bad that it's so hard to get back and forth. But exactly. LA, I was telling the girls, like when I first started coming down to like downtown LA to like do buying when mm, I first started yeah. the business, like mm-hmm. 11 years ago, uh, downtown LA was not what it is today. No, no, absolutely not. It was like gunshots and like, I'm going yeah. to West Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. I know. Cause I worked at a fashion tech startup right out of college called Jor. Do you guys know yes, it? I know yeah. Jor. <laughs> so I worked there uh, for about two years and <laughs> everyone, everyone's so face is like, what? I totally Leah. forgot to mention that. I was like, wait, you guys. No, there's, there's a reason. Oh, oh, I'm excited. Should Leah, we talk about this off? There's an inside thing? scoop that we'll talk about after. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to hear about this. Okay. Anyways, but yeah, I did work for them. So we, my offices were like across the street from here. Um, but you've always lived in West Hollywood after college. Yeah. But after college, I moved to West Hollywood because I love that. that area. Oh, I, like, yeah. I love it because I feel like West Hollywood, Beverly Hills area is like the suburbs meets city life in a yes. way where there's like it's so great. many great restaurants, so much good shopping. Our mom lives in West Hollywood as well. So that's where it's since just, I, it feels like home. Yeah. I mean, I come up to LA three to four days out of the week so I stay with my mom and she has the most beautiful house like oh Spanish renovated in like West gorgeous Hollywood? in West Hollywood oh, yeah La Brea Melrose it's it's the best location yeah the best location yeah, yeah. we're really yeah, lucky we should podcast at her house next time oh yes. we've done that before we kicked it that. was so funny we we podcasted at our mom's house and um my stepdad was waiting outside for us to finish and he like he didn't want to make, make noise it was so, so we text him he's like are you done and he was just waiting in his car it was really cute things your daughters do exactly. right <laughs> should we do current fixations of course can i start i mean you i guess yeah okay i'm starting <laughs> um so my current fixation right now is it's kind of like a weird current fixation because I'm actually avoiding this place right now, but I'll tell you why. So um, there's a boutique in San Diego, which is where I'm from and live. Oh, I know what this is. Um, there's a boutique called Vandevort, and they have super cute clothing. Stop it. You like Vandevort? Do you guys sell to them? I was just talking to the owner. Oh, she's amazing. Like, literally two days ago. Oh, my gosh, she's amazing. And we're going to podcast with her, and we were going <gasps> to meet with her on this trip, but I think we're going to do it on the next trip. Oh, my amazing. gosh. Amazing. She's Scow's obsessed. Yeah, she's okay. adorable. She so funny. She's adorable. And so, um, so I'm on keto right now, and so once I get to my goal weight, I'm giving myself a shopping spree, but now I might have to give my shopping spree to privilege. Yes. I think you might. I mean, there's I like, I think that's, I need that, that black 
sweat. Well, I'm doing that now because it doesn't matter how much weight we lose. I'm getting no, in those pajamas. No, I am pajamas. not spending, Don't worry, I'm not spending we're a dime with you guys after this. Oh but God. you guys need, like you were talking about the Out of Bounds jogger set. Yes. You need that. And there's a black, like, sleep lounge set Ooh, that I it. feel like you'd really love as love well. It. Our Priv Sleepwear has been doing really well for yeah. us. Yeah. Well, so one is, of my I mean, goals, like literally one of my goals is to have a beautiful sleepwear collection. Well, sleep we sleepwear and loungewear is so in right now. Like I mean, I have been rocking it since just, 14 years old. Everyone is just looking to be comfy, and I'm here for it. I mean, I've been doing that forever. I, I know, work. but now it's trendy. Oh, so I'm a trend center? Yeah. I forecast well? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, are you done with yours? Yes, I'm done. Okay. So my so the sleepwear that I'm like that you're gonna get from Priv is gonna be your current fixation that you don't done. have yet. Okay, done. done. Um, okay, so my current fixation is the shoe brand Veja. Have you guys heard? I of have not these sneakers. Are these your sneakers that you're obsessed these are with? These sneakers. They are this French sustainable shoe company, and they are just. I feel like I'm a sophisticated you French think goddess. These are like the holy grail to her. I swear. I'm obsessed. Okay, so. They're just, they look kind of like common projects a little bit, but then they just have this V on the side with a stripe and they're so classic. They sell them at Reformation, like very much like oh, they do. hipster sneaker vibes. I feel like I need to look these up oh, right yeah. now. Oh so yeah, it is. They are incredible. Oh, you're not so wearing I'm not, them I know, I'm not wearing them right now. How do you spell it? V-E-J-A. Okay. And it sounds like vagina. Vagina uh, shoes. Yeah. Veja, but it's Veja. Oh, wait, is it's it like Veja? You have to know how to because pr- <laughs> that sounds oh. like vagina. Wait, wait. I mean, I was saying, I was saying it as if, if, as oh, if they're really Spanish cute. because then you don't pronounce the J, but maybe you do pronounce the J. Oh my god, we so took French. Co- how do what we color this? do you have? I have the black and white. I mean, obviously, I only wear black and white, but um, I have the uh, the white with the black V and stripe. Cute, and they and are just bought, and you bought some for our mom too. Yeah. They are so rad. I've been just sporting them. I'm such in a sneaker phase right now, which I never, ever thought I would be in. I've been living in my common projects. Like, I have not taken them off, and literally Elliot spilt ketchup on them, like, six weeks ago, and I'm still wearing them. Yeah. I, like... I hate shoes that I have to put on. Does that make sense? Like, I hate wearing socks. I hate, like, tying my shoes. I want to just... Whoop, we're Did you good. say you hate socks? Yeah. I hate socks. I, I hate never socks. wear socks. But like, you have to if you're wearing sneakers. I don't wear socks. Really? Okay. Unless okay. I'm working out, then I wear socks in my sneakers. Wait, so you don't wear socks I in common projects? I don't wear socks a lot. And it's like, I don't talk about it a lot, but I'm not a person that like, I, I don't hate sweat, socks. really. Oh. oh. Okay, well, so, like, you're wow, I wish I had your sweat. No. We are schwitzy as fuck. So All we do schwitzy. is schwitz. Oh my god! I wish I had it's your like sweat glands. Oh wow! I'm super lucky in that way. I mean, I have really dry skin, so that's like the. Uh, I have way. dry skin, but I have dry skin you too. Have, but you I have keep combination. It's kind of disgusting, actually, because like I'll wear like ankle boots and I won't wear socks. <gasps> oh, I mean that's, not that's that bad. That's I think a blessing. The, I think that's a blessing. Like, yeah. My shoes never smell. I swear. Oh, my God. I'm not lying. Oh, my God. Who are you? Oh, my God. You have, like, magical feet. <laughs> wow. Magical feet. I, I am so perplexed by this. I have never my not feet are schwitzed schwitzed a moment in my life. Like I'm getting all braggy. No, no it's great. It's, uh, no, brag away. We that's all a wish great... to be like you. Yeah. That's, that's, we're trying to be less schwitzy. It's, it's like not working out. It's not working out. Let me tell you. Oh, wow. I love it. Okay. okay what's your current fixation? Oh my god! What? Oh, okay. Dirty John, have you guys watched what? this? What is yes, this? I've heard of it. I've Netflix. heard of it. Yeah, you've I heard of it, yes. and I haven't. Yes, too? let's put this down on the fucking record. I, I, wow. ne- I didn't think I was like coming on here, and I was like, oh, I'm kind of like not up to date on the pop culture. Like, I don't know what kind of questions yeah. they're gonna ask me. But I, wa- I binge watched this Netflix what series, is it Dirty about? John. It's about this like narcissistic man, mm-hmm. and it's like so fucking crazy like you everybody needs to watch this series okay. because I feel like everybody knows somebody like that yeah mm-hmm. and it's really it's taken from the perspective of this woman it's a true story she's like from California and she basically like came out and sold her story after it happened but she was like she looks like an idiot in the show because she's just like totally taken like this man is like a homeless like fresh out of jail and he comes into her life and like schmoozes her and like manipulates her is it it a drama 
it is it like murder or mystery? it's like dark like, comedy it? it's not really a comedy it's like it's drama okay it's a drama okay mm-hmm. um oh my gosh but it's like i watched the preview it's really really like i couldn't put it down it's okay. like one you know one of those netflix like eight episode series mm-hmm. so it's you like a long it. movie yeah and i was like <laughs> yes. i was tired all last week because of this i was like i had so much to do but i'm like i couldn't put it down oh my wow. god okay. um, but i feel like it really like portrayed not only the narcissist but the empath like the person Mm. that lives with a narcissist and is really like schmoozed and taken advantage of in this situation Mm. like for her to actually like put her story out at her you know reputation was kind of like admirable I would Mm. look at it and I was like she really just wanted to like warn not just women but people who have like been hurt by narcissists you think you would like surviving R. Kelly Oh, I need to watch that. Oh I've my heard God. about that too. Oh I feel like I, I've heard about it too God. much that like I don't even need to watch it. No, anymore. you need to watch it. I heard like since I'm then scared. he's like come forward. No, so no, he's, he's been arrested. He's been arrested. Yeah. There's a warrant out for his arrest. He there's no bail, so he's in. Well, he no, he can't afford the bail. N- I think is what. No, it is. I don't think there's oh. bail. Damn. I think that he's he's like in jail right now. Yeah, I mean, it'll yeah. blow your I feel like mind. This is kind of the buzzword of the moment is like narcissists, and it's or like, like sexual mm-hmm. predators. Or se- yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, for very good reason, it's been like flying under the radar for a long time, mm-hmm. but it's coming to. It's pretty awesome that this is coming to light, and there's all these shows out there about especially it. with the Me Too movement and all that. I mean, it's like we're cracking the whip, man. It's actually the whole Me Too thing is pretty crazy that it's been under wraps for this amount of time. I know yeah. it's nuts. Like how yeah. I and I know it's not, but like socially acceptable it has been for like women to just put up with that. I know it's crazy. I was in Las Vegas recently for work and we just happened to be like, I was with um, some other women and we were like gambling and literally a man put his hand on my friend's leg under the table and was like groping her. And we like walked away, but I was like, how does this happen? happen? Like, how yeah. can that just like be how a thing that just is happened? this a thing in our society that just happens? That is, it happens all. And it's so normalized. Yeah, like it's just like yeah. oh, bad behavior, or yeah. I was drunk, I brush or it this. Off. But yeah. it's like, why did you think it was actually okay to do that? It's I got so molested ingrained. on the subway once, and it's kind of a funny story. To be honest, I find it hilarious. I was standing in the subway, and it was super packed, so everyone was touching each other. And all of a sudden, I feel this thing poking my butt. And I'm like, oh, my God, that shopping bag is so annoying. Someone's shopping bag is just poking my butt. And I get off the subway, and this, like, gorgeous big man comes running after me. And he, like, flashes his bag and he, badge. He's like, NYPD, did you feel something from the behind? I was like, yeah, the shopping bag. And he, like, <laughs> looks into his walkie-talkie. No. And he's like, that's him. Get him. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Literally what? Poking <laughs> Scout with his dick in her butt. Stop it. Literally giving over the pants anal. No, and she yeah. thought it was a shopping mm-hmm. bag. That's and the you funny were part. saying this out loud. Yeah, no, I said, oh yeah, the shopping bag. And there was a police officer yeah. that witnessed. That is like not a true. That is so that, crazy. How insane is that story? And it's funny to me because I never saw him. So it wasn't like I got an image of like, like this yeah. guy. I think if I saw him, I'd be a little but bit more shook up. But it just shows yeah. how like oblivious we are to it and just it's so second nature for it to just happen to us oh, we're like, oh just another sexual yeah. predator <laughs> no big deal no big like, deal yeah I, like i got gro- like groped i was like attacked when i was in spain when oh i was like God. 20 traveling and this guy like spain jumped is. on me and was like literally trying to get me to the ground and oh my a God. taxi driver pulled over and hopped out of the car and started honking the horn. Oh, my God. And I was like, the guy ran away. But it was terrifying. That's terrifying. And for me, I was like, oh, my God. Like, that was so scary. But, like, actually. Like, if something happened to you. That is, like, one in a billion stories that is out Mm -hmm. there of, like, Mm -hmm. how how is this just a thing? I just can't actually wrap my head around it. No, it's wild. It's completely wild. I know. That's Oy. a pretty that's a pretty good story though. When you first said I was molested on the subway, I'm like, I should laugh. <laughs> I know, but it's just I know, so I always <laughs> ridiculous. Of course, like, Scout is like, yeah, the shopping bag. He's like, <laughs> the get I had to give my bag. statement for court and everything. Oh my god. And Scout. I called dad. I was like, Dad, just in case you get a call from the NYPD, this is what happened to me. And he's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh wow, okay. we, just, we just got real deep and yeah. around. Okay, great. Okay, let's bring it back. Let's I know, bring it like back to Donnie. Could have been really serious. I know, yeah. it was good. It was we good. Need to bring back the light. We need okay. to talk about you. I know. Oh, okay. So let's start from the beginning. 
Oh my God. What made you want to get into fashion? You know, I don't even think I ever thought it through long enough. Like when you Mm. talk about your story, um, Scout, about like doing the magazine, how just one day, like one day I literally was like, I'm going to open a boutique at that point in time. I wanted to open up one store, which turned into like two. And then that turned into like to three to online. Like just, I've always been really fascinated in that space that's always been my thing when I was like five I would make clothes out of paper bags and then my grandpa bought me a sewing machine and I would go to sewing lessons like I was never really like super sporty or anything I was really artistic and into like fashion design so I think it's just always been in my nature to get into that space yeah and I think people don't understand that creating a fashion brand is so fucking hard. Oh my god! I and can't it even is imagine. like the most competitive space, like in the it, world. I it see. is yeah. so like, unsexy. People glamorize it 100%. and put this like Devil Wears Prada vision around it. And as I said, I was you know I had a exactly. And I th- I have so much more respect working in that you know on kind of like the business side of things, like seeing the blood, sweat, and tears, and just the it's so much fucking work and I don't think people give it credit because they see it as something a little, not frivolous, but it's materialist. It's, you know, it's aesthetics, but there is a business behind it. Well, I actually, the phrase I love is the business of fashion. Yeah. Because I think that's where my passion has grown into. Like originally I wanted clothes. I liked that. I wanted to buy nice things and, you know, like see the magazine and then buy that and, and like replicate looks and create those relationships and relationships are a big part of my business, but it's turned into the business of fashion. Like my day to day job is not those things anymore. It's like the team meetings and keeping people inspired and having, you know, building a team. And that's more what it looks like, which really could be any business. Um, Okay. So take us back to the very beginning. What was it like launching privilege? Um, I mean, hard. I never worked in fashion before. I, I just, it's, it's it, like what you said your mantra was, which was on our podcast, but you said, um, just you, figure, figure it, it out. out. Yeah. Like I literally, like there was just an answer to everything. I was like, okay, I need to learn how to merchandise. Okay. I should figure it out. So I asked questions. I always went to people who were like in the industry before me and I asked them how they did it. And somebody gave me some really great advice early in the game. And they said, like, you're not the first one. You just have to look at someone who did it great and then do what they did. Mm, and nice advice. you can create your own spin on it. Like, that's why I really love what we've created with like our own collection, that we have something that is truly us. Like Priv Collections is not, we started off, we bought brands, we sold them. You know, we curated a mix of like different denim brands and we had like you know like celebrity fashion and different things but now we actually are designing our own collections and having those and have something that is truly a brand so when did that all start How did so you we started building our own brands probably like five years ago okay I would say um there was like a slow process of like curating other things and we started private labeling and we started working with um like different, like it's hard to get the scale of like actually creating a brand. Mm-hmm. And that's when we started wholesaling. So that's been kind of the growth. I feel like I was just very choppy about that. Whole no, thing. I no, mean, that's well, that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of what a business is. It's just like, you're just maneuvering and it's just like one turn after the other. And it's just what's best for you in that moment. And then you're just like, okay, now wholesale. Now this venture, it's just. But 11 years ago, I would have never said, okay, this is what I'm creating. Yeah. Now in hindsight, it makes sense that I was building a brand and that's really what the whole play is. But along the way, it was, it was really impulsive. And I feel, truly feel like I was just following, like, what is meant to be for yeah. me, like, my path. Yeah. And you, got, you trust your intuition. I've, I'm a really intuitive person. And I, I truly believe that you don't need to give it that much thought. You really need to just do what feels right. Yeah. I'm, I'm very similar. I'm very similar yeah. to that. Scout is extremely intuitive. I'm more of a pragmatic, got to really think about it and look at a look at a little more like data side of it before I plunge into and I think both of them have their merits their merits yeah when I feel something in me that I want to do and it just feels right I don't care what anybody tells me there's no changing that and I feel like if I think about it too much I usually like it's usually something's wrong 
Mm. Like I usually need to make a change. Interesting. Okay. That's because a good point. The answer should be there. But yeah. You should so you're know like, the there's, answer. I should know it. Why am, why am I ruminating on this? Yeah. Interesting. Can you talk about the Priv babe? Talk about the girl. And the men, because you guys make, you guys make yeah, yeah, and, I, and I, we do, we do have men's, although like it's not a huge part of like our social presence. Like mm-hmm. our our e commerce business is predominantly focused around um, the priv babe, and honestly, I feel like the word fashion can be so intimidating. I feel like what we're doing is really the bread and butter. Like mm-hmm. we are basic. Like we are for the every woman. We are. Cr- trying to create more the uniform and like everyday wear a lot of our customers are everyday women they might be moms we have a ton of mom customers um our age range our demographic is really wide it could be your mom and your daughter yeah um but it's really um inclusive for everybody and we use that statement and we're like is, does this make sense? What do we? What was our slogan again? Sorry, I'm looking at my team right now. <laughs> Exclusivity for everybody, and we qu- love that. We bantered back and forth on whether that made any sense because what we were really looking for was something that included everybody, but was special. But it felt a little like you're in the club, like, like you're reckon- in the not the yeah, club, and like recognizing you're in the that space. every piece had to yeah. have something really special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I get if it. you want to compete in like such a competitive space, mm-hmm. like any fashion brand mm-hmm. out there, it better be something special and more absolutely like people want the best price faster better cheaper and that's incredibly hard to achieve if you're building a brand with like um authenticity Mm. and integrity so like making sure you're manufacturing in the right places and you're paying proper prices and you're maybe like lots of times we're shipping it in so we can have like trends faster and Mm. we're not like yeah, talk to yeah, talk to. I'm always really curious about the manufacturing side. So talk to us about how important it was it for you to find that like sustainable manufacturer or, or figure out a way I to really work with them in that best partnership. I think manufacturing, hands down, in the past eleven years, has been the biggest challenge for us. Um, it's really really difficult space because you have to be so ahead of the game and. Well, it's, it's expensive as well. Like, you have to invest in a lot of capital. So I'm really grateful that we had a brand that, um, like, we sell our products. So I wasn't relying on anybody else picking it up. Like, we have built more of, like, a vertically integrated business where we have, like, the retail level and the and now we That's have wholesale great. distribution. So we weren't totally depending on necessarily e-commerce or this and that. I have mm. a lot of respect for brands that pop up that are maybe like an e-commerce brand and they, they sell strictly through online, that would be really difficult to yeah. compete not having like any other ways to liquidate. This might be kind of a funny, weird question, but what do you do with all your inventory? <laughs> like where does it live? <laughs> oh my God, we're all oh, laughing. Oh, inventory. Inventory is, I don't care what anybody says, the biggest challenge of any fashion brand out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's why I always fought to be more vertically integrated because I know you need to sell it. You never will. You end up donating some or obviously there's always, um, I'll, I'll highlight some advice somebody gave me. They say you have to have two businesses if you're in fashion. You have your retail business and then you have your discount business. And if you don't have both, you don't have anything. Interesting. That's very interesting. Which is kind of like disingenuous in some ways because it's like if you really want something knowing that you might be able to get it on sale, it's like kind of hard to swallow sometimes, but look around you, right? Like everything's discounted, everything's everywhere. So I think we really try to have integrity with our products and create a really good product that people love and they feel like is special enough and they're getting good value for. So we try to keep our prices competitive and stay true to who we are. Absolutely. I want to talk about Priv Talks, which is the yeah. podcast we were just on. So you created a podcast out of this brand, which I just think is really so unusual cool. and amazing. Like I've never heard of a clothing brand creating a podcast and especially with your team, like your, yeah. <laughs> your coworkers yeah. which, and the people you manage. Which you which have is, a great team. Which is also oh, my just... my team is my life. Yeah. So talk to us about that decision. Like was it because you wanted to you know, branch off and create other like branches of the brand or what went into that? So I felt like privilege from day one, what we had that was different than what other stores had at the time was a really special relationship with our customers. So it started off in the conversation 
um, always maintaining that customer service. And when we scaled to more stores, it's difficult to maintain that, but we always fought to have like the same connection with the customers, like make friends with your customers, make a connection and, um, you know, make it authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, when we branched into e-commerce online, we launched a really big capsule with like an influencer and we had like huge exposure and we had a lot of people like returning worn, like it was, we dealt with and re- we had a really negative customer service experience, like where we felt like we were being abused by customers mm. and that's where the conversation started and it was kind of funny. We're sitting there being like, why are being, people being so ridiculous about this? But it's because we always operated as a small business and then we scaled and people were like returning worn clothing or like damaged clothing or doing things or just being completely erratic about customer service issues. And we were like, don't they understand that we're like just like human and like (laughs) there were a person behind the phone and all of that. And we're like, we realized that there was a disconnect between us and our customers online Mm. and how could they really know who we are? So we're like, we need to like somehow create the personal interaction and believe it or not, that's where PrivTalks was born. That's very interesting. So we're like, let's, it was a, it was a team decision and we're like, let's create we how do we like enhance our social media really to portray that and so podcasts kind of I mean it's kind of fun I feel like you guys are tapping into something extraordinary because I think brands did realize that with social media they're like okay we can kind of be human and have uh, like a cheeky voice or have a you know have a voice through Instagram and how we communicate and and really tap into our customers and be like their best friends and follow them and be with them but then this takes it like a step further where it's like no you get to know individually who is working on this line totally and know our personalities know who we are know exactly what our roles are like that is a next level than just like a brand on instagram connecting with their customers like that's really admirable and i think it's more than like being like maybe like a fashion podcast it's like our concept is like business and corporate culture so it's like that's really like what's going on behind the scenes like customers knowing that it's like we're answering the phones. We're dealing yeah. with things. We've got a team. Like we are human beings on the other yeah. side of that. And although like that's where it started, it's grown into something more and special, I feel. Absolutely. But that, that was the thinking at the beginning. Yeah. And as a consumer, I'm going to be more prone and, and excited and feel, I don't know, just like a, a deeper connection to you guys. That's what we wanted yeah. was the connection. Yeah, absolutely. Like how do we have this? Because con- we had a really, sorry, have in our stores a really special thing mm-hmm. that we've built and it was it was unique but it was really based on customer service mm-hmm. and that's where it came from and then we realized online it was a totally different experience we're like totally. how do we dial this in and like create the same thing yeah but now we've connected with all these like what amazing inspirational entrepreneurs yeah. we've done over a hundred episodes with different kind of we we say women in business but we've had men on the podcast as well Mm -hmm. or other people doing really inspirational things or really important topics that we want to cover and it's just been I think something that has not only been good for the brand and helped align us with other brands but it's been good for all of us as individuals yeah you said something super interesting you you mentioned corporate culture yeah how do you go from a small business to scaling it to a big business and keep the small business culture intact. What what methods do you employ with your employees? How do you approach? What what's your philosophy around that? It's a great question. I think it comes back to, and I, we are not a big business. Like we are, I would say we are like in the small to medium sized business category. But I think it comes back to every person that's hired being like inter- having integrity with the brand. And we talk about it a lot. We've talked about it. Like um, some of my best friends are women in business, and like have mentored me and inspired me in the situation, but it comes back to your core values of what you stand true to. And if you have somebody in the business, any, any one person, I think you're only as strong as your weakest member. So if you have one person that doesn't stand true to what those companies core values are, well, that's, that's the sum of it right there. So when you're interviewing, what's the one thing you're looking for? You're asking the wrong person because I'm not interviewing. (laughs) She's next to me. (laughs) But I I think that I speak for the team when I say that, like, I I speak very vocally about this, that it's personality first. Okay. It's not about qualifications. I actually don't really care about your job experience that much. It's really, like, comes down to who you are. I, I think it's more about character and working as a team. 
um, I'm really not interested in like having like a hero on the thing. I want someone that can come and integrate as the team and be willing to learn. And I think that's the most important characteristic. Willing to learn. Willingness to learn, I think, is one of the, the most, most overlooked like, attribute. And we were talking about this on, on when we were on Priv Talks. It's like you can Google anything. Yeah. Like you can figure it out on the job. Like yeah. I have a BBA. Yeah. And I don't really think it's done anything for my business. Yeah. I'll be perfectly honest. I feel like I've learned and self-taught myself like what I've learned in this industry. Exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's and just, you need to be, you need to be willing to put in the work and be willing to learn and be willing to step into that role. And that, I, that is way more telling as, as an employee than anything I else. I mean, I never graduated college because I had a career opportunity in the middle of college and I've been very successful in my ventures just because I'm self-taught. Yeah. Like when my kids, when I have kids, I don't have them right now, but when I do, and they get older and they turn 18, I'm going to say, do you want to go to college or do you want to be an entrepreneur? Which one do you want to do? And it's up to them. It's really up to them because I think that the qualifications of an employee are changing so much in today's age and people are valuing um, curiosity more than necessarily a long list of a resume of internships that you did. Totally. And when we sit down, like we have team meetings every Monday, like I want creativity. I want to hear like fresh, like bold new ideas that nobody's ever said, even if it's a bad idea. Like, let's explore it because we don't want to do the same thing as everybody else. Why would I want someone who's experienced in what everyone else is doing? Like, we're trying to do something new and different. That's so true. And I like that just, like, spewing off new ideas. I mean, you definitely – it seems, though, that you cultivate this – environment of growth and a more like growth we're definitely mindset. like i think we all have like a growth mindset with the company and it's we have a lot favorite. of like bold goals yeah that we're trying to undertake yeah and that takes drive from everybody yeah it and also that sounds like you have a safe space to fail like yeah that's what i was about to totally. say like for me when i'm looking at an employer or a work situation or i'm cultivating a work situation a safe space to fail is like my number one priority. Well, yeah, I think you yeah. win as a team, you lose as a team. Yeah. Like no questions. Yeah. And y- you need to, if you have that fear of sounding dumb or, you know, being judged, you're never going to get those insanely amazing, unique ideas and perspectives. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. I totally yeah. agree. And I think it's funny. Like, um, one thing I said was like, I'm not really that concerned about qualifications mm-hmm. necessarily, but more willingness to, to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, Leah who runs our operations, she's right beside me, but how many times have, have you brought up, um, about jobs in the past? I'm like, you worked there and you're like, did you not did even you read, read my, my resume? resume? <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, it in the trash. <laughs> I didn't really matter because yeah. I could tell, like yeah. I could tell. You knew. And I knew. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it. We all share a common drive, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, it sounds like you read people really well. I think it's like intu- being intuitive. intuitive. Yeah, you're very yeah. intuitive. Yeah, like I really tr- like. I'm trying to trust my gut in my life. So, with all of your intuitiveness, what has been the greatest lesson you've learned since launching your own business? Um, I think would be to trust your intuition, mm-hmm. because I think sometimes you do try to do what other people are doing or try to do what someone might say is the right thing but knowing in your gut that it might not be the right direction and then you might you know make mistakes along the way or waste time and money going in the wrong direction there's definitely been things like that um yeah I guess yeah. a good one yeah I feel like that's probably the biggest for me there's times where I'm like oh I should have really trusted my gut on that yeah mm-hmm. and and st- stood true to myself what has been the biggest win like, the biggest moment where you're like, holy shit, I made it. You know what? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's a hard one for me because I don't feel like I had a, I had this talk with my, my best friend recently. And she's like, you're doing all these things. Like, you're, like, so proud. And I'm like, I don't feel that way. Imposter syndrome. I don't I feel suffer that from way it too. Or not even that. Like, you're probably always looking to the next goal. Yeah. yeah I'm like, well, I haven't got there. So, like, yeah. so keep I'll write a book one going. day when I get there. But like, but I'm not sh- there. You mm-hmm. should know that you've reached a level of thereness. I'm trying to be present and mm-hmm. appreciate the milestones that I have. I sure. appreciate the milestones too much. Ask Mads. Every yeah. little, like the smallest victory, I'm like jumping off. And the I'm literally year. just like, okay, 
Yeah, next. she's like next, and Thank I'm like, "Thank you, next." Yeah, I think I definitely. I think that's something I could really work on is yeah. just like having those wins. I and agree. Celebra- celebrating them because it's agree. so fun. Like yeah. that's what makes the ride worthwhile when I you get those small wins. I'm that not just mad mean about it. I'm sitting in LA with like. Yeah, you know, it's not like you're stressed. And my team, and we're pod, we're talking. Yeah, for like a drinking whole week, wine, drinking wine, doing something that is beneficial to the business yeah. and forward think Like I'm, I'm definitely very happy and grateful. Yeah, for what totally. We have built. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. But I think there's just so much more to come. Yeah, and that's a good balance. That's, yeah. I think that's like. It's really what life, it's the we constant struggle. It's just like, the two of us. yeah, it's just that it's balancing those two extremes is like We're living right now and being so happy and grateful for what you have, but then also having goals and having aspirations to do more. We've talked about this on the podcast I mean, before. Just endlessly okay i want to talk about the fact that you're a mother of three I which know. is so beautiful you're just like the coolest mom ever yeah you know what that is the nicest thing you could possibly say really i feel like being a cool mom is like yes like okay i'm, I'm like, not a regular mom average. wait i'm gonna I'm give you mom. i'm gonna give you a really good compliment okay go. you are like sarah foster oh my god i'm obsessed <laughs> like you just um, made her day i, knew I was gonna say the best like you look like her you're like silly like her you're like the like cool mom like her. might cry right now oh my god i can see it I i've can been see it. like crushing on her big time oh. i'm gonna go dm her all night tonight yes <laughs> yes yeah aaron foster is my love and then and yeah, oh, Sarah, yeah they so are funny so funny that. she posted something the other day about her daughter being like mom you're on your phone all the time and i was like oh my god it sounds like, oh my god, that sounds like, like so me. Cute. <laughs> someone called us the jewish foster sister ones and, and i I, well, I mean we could died. just like die now yeah, like, Maddie we're like that's like goals that's like goals they are i I, I thought it when you guys were sitting here i'm like you guys are fucking hilarious oh my god we love you <laughs> yeah. thank you but i do feel like i said too i cut my hair a little bit like i was like having this like medium length like boring like I, it couldn't be long anymore it's just like kind of unhealthy right. since I had my baby and like I just needed to commit to like either having it short or like getting extensions and like high maintenance and like I just yeah. didn't want to do it I'm like I'm just gonna do it I'm gonna chop it and Damn. I said to Ev who I was gonna call my husband but he's actually not my husband he's just my baby daddy and Ooh. um I said am I l- less boring or more boring than last week with this haircut and he's like how in the world do I answer that I'm like just say <laughs> like less boring he's no like, you look boring. really good with short hair it's yeah, awesome you really do and I feel like short hair is difficult to pull off I've been like really struggling with it because I've like always had longer hair I love really? it I love the Thanks. short hair on you I'm I here for, it for a while it's actually yeah. so much quicker and I feel like I have more time yeah that's um, what I, that's what I miss about is just yeah, we we can't. Oh, we don't even have time. Hair, to get we're into like the hair. on the last podcast, we're like crushing on all crushing on your hair. Oh yeah, because I got it done. Yeah, it like looks. So but chic. I have to get it done, or else it's not chic whatsoever. It's not chic. It's a hot <laughs> mess. <laughs> to be honest, sure. the thing about short hair is it's like good first day, and then the second day it's just like stringy, and like you need to like wash it again. Where long hair, you can like pull out a do for a few days. Ooh, now, I my know, hair I've lasts a week with nothing. Yeah, well, it's long. That's why I'm like, if it's styled. Well, also, curly hair is drier. It's not as oily. Yeah. yeah so so it does, it curly hair, you're actually only supposed to wash it once a week anyways. I had like when my hair was dark, it was just like long, thick and healthy. And then I went mm-hmm. blonder and blonder just like just. Broke. What's your natural hair? Like ashy blonde, like like light brown. Ashy. Oh, okay. like that. Right? Yeah, like my my roots, like this is my color. Got, got it, it, got, got it. it. Got okay, well, we just skipped over the mom because we got yeah, into the kids. Sarah Foster Back of it to all. my hair. <laughs> um, wait, so you have three kids. Have three. Holy mm-hmm. shit. What's the biggest thing the that motherhood has taught you? Um, I, it's teaching me to be present, but it's also, I feel like as a entrepreneur, it's taught me a lot of really important lessons. Mm. Like, it taught me that work has to be a positive place because you're not going to sacrifice wow. anything with your, I'm not going to give up any time with my kids, which is already limited. I feel like there's not enough love or me to go around in my life. Yeah. Like it's just a constant struggle as a mom. I'm sure every mom feels like that. Um, but like when I go to work, it has to fuel me. And so that, it's like, I feel like really no one talks about that. That's a great like, yeah, point. If I'm going to leave my kids, it better, it better be, be a worth fucking, it. Yeah. I'm not going to come in here and it's going to be a shit show. Yeah. Like, this is going to be a good place for everyone and everybody. Yeah. I want everybody on a, like, I don't, I really don't like that. Like, oh, Monday, like I'm at no. work again. Like I'm at no. Monday. It's Monday. I'm going to fucking I'm do stoked. Monday. I'm stoked. Wow. Yeah. I'm here. Oh, and for me, that. like 
you leave your kids, which is like the hardest job in the world. Yeah. I'm at work. I have a coffee in hand. I'm like talking to some girls my age. Like it's not, it's just not the worst place to be. Like yeah. I'm, I'm super grateful to be there That's amazing. and I love it. So, and it's like my passion project. So I do really love it. Yeah. That's awesome. How old are your kids? Eight. So oh my, my boys are five and eight, which is crazy. Like I can't believe he's eight. eight. He's like my baby. And then my daughter, Elliot is one and a half. Oh, Oh, my God. So cute. You showed yeah. us a picture of your daughter. Yeah. She Elias, is scrumptious. Emerson, and Elliot. Oh, oh, my God. Those cute names. names. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Is pregnancy as insane as they say? Oh, I could tell you. Dude, I want to be pregnant so you know, bad. It's so I crazy. I don't understand what the it's fuck you so just said. It's so crazy. I was, spe- I was so afraid of pregnancy like, yeah. my whole life. Yeah. I've done it three times. So, like, realistically... You're it's pro. so hard, but like you still go back for more because it's yeah, like because so it, great. Yeah, that's yeah. what my, that's what our grandma always says. She's like, yeah, it hurts, of course, but it's like you forget, and then it's you just do it again. You, it's crazy that you do. You want to do it again, it's and like crazy. with my daughter, I like didn't make it to the hospital in time to get <gasps> an epidural or any drugs. Oh, oh, so like I've experienced the whole thing. My God, and I'm, now you're like I'm gonna I'm be done. double fisting. I'm just gonna be like, let's go, oh, baby. Oh, I want every every drug. epidural they got going. Well, and that's me. I was like, I am not having this baby until I get an epidural. And they're like, you're not having an epidural. My sister was in the room for all my deliveries, oh, and she's like, you're gonna. She was like the best birthing coach. She's like, you are gonna do this. Like she's oh, so intense. My God, she's so bad. Yeah. Um, oi, oi, you know oi, what? Oi. You just do it. You just do it. You, you just figure do it out. You can you spend time being out. afraid of it, or you can just like not even think about it. Yeah. Go into labor, have a glass of wine, and go have a baby. <laughs> go into labor, have a glass That's gonna be me. Almost like it's not morphine. They're gonna give you like way worse at the hospital. I know. So. Yeah, so you're so true. true. When so I had true. my first, oh I went my into God. labor. My mom took me for a blowout. We went, we went and had a glass of wine. I never, I, and I didn't drink in my pregnancy or anything, yeah, 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 but, but she's like, like, she's trying to get me to like not go to the hospital down. and like okay. stay calm. And she's like, you're having a glass of wine. And I'm like, okay. I, and, I love yeah. that. Yeah. It was just like the best experience. My mom had four kids. So she was just like a pro. Damn. Oh my God. Damn. I mean, having three, that is a, that's a, I ne- I, an uh, accomplishment. It, it's so crazy. I don't know how I have three kids. Like you don't feel like a person that has, that has three, three kids. kids. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's my friend has two now. No, she's on her third. She's my age, and I I always ask her, "Do you feel like you're a mom?" She's like, "No, no. I don't feel like I'm a mom." I, like I go to the grocery store and I see other moms. I'm like, "Those are moms," but I'm, I'm like, not a mom. But I'm yeah. not a mom. You know, it's crazy. I know. No, it's I, so funny. We like play a game. My husband and I. We like look at other people. We'll like guess their age, and I'll be like, "Oh, they're like." 50 yeah like for sure and they're like 35 in our age <laughs> yeah and I'm like, oh my god is that what we're like it's like just oh my god. yeah like i still you still feel the same yeah yeah i think that's and that's why i i, I caught myself before saying like you don't seem like a mom like that's not like it's just we have this weird Perception, perception of what we'll be like when we have yeah, yeah, we have, yeah. and it's just really the you're same still person. yourself like you know like drastically change 100 i love that i love that you have this incredible business and then just have three kids like holy I shit know. are you gonna love me when i have kids what kind of question is that are you gonna still like me of course. Okay, guys. <laughs> is you weirdo uh, are you planning on sure. like totally fuck? yeah what? i'm just making sure she's still gonna be on board with me yes i'll still be on board don't I worry i feel like your sister becomes such an important person once you have a baby yeah when oh my god i'm gonna be an i'm gonna be an aunt what the fuck i'm, I'm already be the I'm, best I'm aunt. An aunt. are you planning yeah. on having kids in like the next 10 minutes because you sound not like in the it. next 10 well i would love she has to such baby, I have fever. Such baby fever but we're waiting a few years it's cause so funny because i never had baby fever and I never, like, I remember being, like, nine months pregnant with my first and being, like, I don't think I'm going to bond with this child. Like, I was not very maternal. Yeah. Hmm. I wasn't really, like, I didn't see other babies, people's babies, and be, like, oh, my God, what I'm, a cute baby. I'm like, that way. I, I don't wasn't care. really that connected as, like, a mom. Yeah. It's so funny. Like, now, I'm still me. Like, I'm still, like, very unconventional. And, yeah. like, blast rap music with my kids in the car. And, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's going to be me. But... It's di- it's just once your kids, it's just different. That's yeah. what our mom says. She like does. She's like she doesn't like kids, and then she just obviously. Oh my god! I see. Like, just don't like other people. Yeah, kids. exactly. I see a baby <laughs> and I go crazy. I go crazy when I yeah, see a baby. I I'm not. I don't. 
I know. I need to rein it in. Okay. I I'm need not to a, like I'm chill not a babe out for a second. second. You know the coolest part about being a mom is like seeing like the siblings. Like you guys, obviously, like yeah. I have that. I have. I was. You have that fa- dynamic. Four, four kids in my family, so I know the dynamic of mm-hmm. like siblings. And seeing my kids like have those bonds. Like, yeah. That's the. That's most. really special. I feel that like people really don't special. talk about that as yeah. much. Just because when you're growing up as siblings like sometimes you fight and it's just like yeah it's crazy but look at the kardashians you love the kardashians and their siblings yeah this is very true very true (laughs) does that make you want kids it could be like that does that make me want kids could be like as cool as chloe you never know oh yeah chloe's cool she's cool She's cool. I could be like Chloe. You could be like Chloe. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> this conversation went way off. Wait, <laughs> just like went off the rail. Too much summer water. I just feel like I'm in summer. I'm just drinking rosé. Look at me. Look at you living your best life. I know. What's I so it. funny, here's the funny story. I was at the coffee shop downstairs and I had my daughter and she's dressed like we're in L.A. Yeah. Even though it's like kind of cold outside. Right. She's wearing like a little short romper. Oh like spaghetti straps God. and like and sandals. And then we ran into a little boy from L.A. who's two at the same coffee shop. Like, and he's oh, wearing a puffer, puffer jacket. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and skinny jeans. And I'm like, I yep. think we're dressed really inappropriately. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. In L.A., if it gets like yep. 60 degrees, people like whip out the puffer. Yeah. So funny. I wore a puffer today. I know. You always it's wear a puffer. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So ridic- we're so weak. That's because you like you just want the fall fashion. Yeah, exactly. I get it. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we're just wimps. We're just <laughs> wimps. Like yeah. any sign of wind, we're just like, we're like fuck ah. this. <laughs> My dad and I have been talking about the weather for the past like three <laughs> weeks. Like, all we talk about weather? what is going on. <laughs> <laughs> so Jewish. So Jewish. Okay, thank you so much for coming on. Oh you are God. such a gem. Such thank you for a having gem. me. Can you oh please let gosh. everyone know where they can find you and privilege in the whole nine yards? Yeah, so you can find us at PrivTalks Podcast. PrivTalks Pod- This is not my job <laughs> to do this spiel. This is Leah's job. I should pass the mic right over, and she can tell you. You got this. You can find um, me at Donnie Ray. Follow Baby want pictures of babies, and maybe like a selfie. We're there. Perfect. That's what you'll find. Style for the Priv is... My brand and Priv Talks podcast is where you can find if you want to hear me talk for like hours on it. Which you should. It. Yeah, which you should. You should. And you can find us at OKSIS Podcast. Thanks, sister. Ladies are amazing. Thank Aww. you for having me. We love you. Thank you. See you next week. Bye.